Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Please uh, take your seats and uh, just say to your neighbor, the strife won't be long. Amen. Today is the noise of battle. Tomorrow is the voice of victory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And, and that's what you are going to be sharing this lunch hour. The noise of battle around me, but look, there is the voice of victory. Praise the Lord. We are sharing from the example of Hannah in the Bible. So please let's turn to 1 Samuel chapter 2 together. 1 Samuel chapter 2 as we look at the example of Hannah, the noise of battle in her environment, the Lord granted her victory. Praise the Lord. Again, tell your neighbor, those of you that are in your offices now, those of you that are in your homes, uh, somebody that you are sharing that gadget with, tell them, today there could be a noise of battle. Tomorrow, it's the voice of victory. Praise the Lord. I'll take a reading for us from 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 1 to 10. Hannah's prayer, Hannah's prayer. We are used to the Lord's prayer, the prayer of Jabez, and here is Hannah's prayer. 1 Samuel chapter 2. Then Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. In the Lord my horn is lifted high. My mouth boasts over my enemies, for I delight in your deliverance. There is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. Do not keep talking so proudly, or let your mouth speak such arrogance, for the Lord is a God who knows, and by him deeds are weighed. The bows of the warriors are broken, but those who stumbled are armed with strength. Those who are full, those who were full hire themselves out for food, but those who were hungry are hungry no more. She who was barren has seven children, but she who has many sons pines away. The Lord brings death and makes alive. He brings down the grave and raises up. The Lord sends poverty and wealth. He humbles and he exalts. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. He seats them with princes and makes them inherit a throne of honor. Praise the Lord. For the foundations of the earth are the Lord's. On them he has set the world. He will guard the feet of his faithful servants, but the wicked will be silenced in the place of darkness. It's not by strength that one prevails. Those who oppose the Lord will be broken. The Most High will thunder from heaven. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we pray that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you'll make known your word to each one of us 
and that, Lord, you'll speak to us in the different ways that we are connected now. Lord, as we continue to wait on you, how we pray that you take us to another level of trusting you and walking with you in Christ Jesus, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Our theme of sharing is, by strength, no man prevails, as we see at the end of verse 9. It's not by strength that one prevails. By strength, no man prevails. I'll start with uh, an experience that I had as a young boy growing up in the villages of Kabale. They, they were making a road that was going through our village. And um, so they were, you can imagine these vehicles that I used in road construction. So there was this bulldozer. And I moved closer to the bulldozer. I wanted to see what kind of man was driving this bulldozer. And guess what? Big, huge, we call them caterpillars or bulldozers, something like that, was being driven by a very slim man, almost half of my weight and my size. And I began to reason as a young man in the village. I looked at the bulldozer, and I looked at the driver. I mean, logically, it couldn't be that this slim, small man was the one that was really pushing this bulldozer. Have you had such experiences? There are times when uh, we are baptizing children and then they ask, who, are they? Who, who is the mother of these twins? And look at huge, wonderful, beautiful, bouncy twins. And then look at the mother and you want to say, and I say, dear, are you the real mother or the adopted something mother, something like that? There are times when we look at things using our own physical eyes and we subject them to our own human understanding. And, and God is telling us today, by your own understanding, by your own strength, you will not prevail. You will not advance. You will not gain victory. Because Look at this bulldozer and look at the man that is driving it. Look at these twins and look at the Nalongo. Friends, it's time for us to get our own physical strength and completely surrender to the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That we get out of our self-dependency our self-understanding, and as we observe time of prayer, as we advance in the year 2023, as we, 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 we apply all kinds of methodologies to plan for this year, let's remember that our strength is limited, and only God will grant us ultimate victory. A call for us to get out of self-dependence to a complete dependence on God. Hallelujah. For us to relinquish our personal capabilities and endowments and trust that God can give us every resource, every energy, every divine intervention to make a way where there seems to be no way. Praise the Lord. This is very important for us as we pray, 
as we fast at a macro and also micro level. Uh, some of us here are seated in these big parastate organizations and you're in these big meetings and saying, how is they are going to advance? Some of us are looking at this cathedral and we are saying, hey, provost, surely will it be done by the end of this year? The thing seems to be mega. Some of us as individuals as well, I, I am a parent, I am a candidate parent. My firstborn is in P7, you understand? And, and yesterday I went and told the teachers, it feels like I'm the one going to sit PLOE. I last sat PLOE in 1996. I'm now going to sit PLOE again. Can you imagine? And you're wondering, shall we make it? It's not by our physical strength, not by our physical abilities, but our complete trust in the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So at whatever point you are at, remember, by your own strength, you won't prevail. I want to speak to somebody in business. I want to speak to us that are out there in a highly competitive world. At the beginning of this year, I encountered a young man who runs a hardware with his parents. And um, this young man, the, the year ending, had shared with me experiences of what business people go through. You know, the unhealthy competition, the, 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 the having, buying, and assigning businessmen who stand between you and the potential buyers. And if you do not hire them, be sure that the buyers will not come to you because there are people out there that are ready to block them. You understand? And this young man was telling me, he said, you know what, Reverend? Unless I work out particular corruption ways, I will not be able to make money. And I looked at the young man, me not being in business, I just thought, how best can I advise this young man? Should I actually say, yes, you can go ahead and hire some, some middlemen. You see, when you involve the middlemen, it means that you are going to adjust the price of the good. You understand? So it gets out of the normal price, but it is slightly raised because there are many other people that you've got to pay in order for you to sell that product. And I was telling him, you are not about to cheat your final customers like me, simply because some people are standing between us and you. And I told him, make your own name. And he looked at me and said, it is very hard. In fact, it is very hard for us to make our own name. But you can make God's name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You can stand and say, God, in my strength, I'm losing the business. But with you at the forefront, God, make a way for me. Hallelujah. Now, guess what? The year ends. They get into the end of year activities and uh, the holidays on, on the second of this month. I was walking just near their hardware and the Spirit of God just convicted me just to go and pray with the young man about their hardware business. And the place was closed. It was closed. It is 8 a.m., and he hasn't opened his business. Excuse me? There's no way you can run business in Kampala. And 8 a.m., you are still closed. But fortunately, as soon as I reached, he also comes on a border border. And I ask him, how come you delayed? What's, what's the problem? He says they had a family meeting, and they were thinking about particular things. I made a very quick prayer. Maybe it was 
in some seconds because I was rushing somewhere. But that day after I prayed, after we prayed together and trusted God, a very small prayer, you, 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 I'm sure you've interacted with what you call small prayers. When, when somebody comes to you and lays hands and says, hey, but Reverend, that prayer you have prayed will it surely work. Or when you have prayed yourself and you've wondered whether it was a real prayer. I actually thought, hey, should I have just prayed like that or should I have made it longer? Anyway, in the evening, the mother calls me. The mother says, you don't know what happened this morning at the hardware. I say, what exactly happened? He said, you see, our son had refused to come to work because they had totally given up. The meeting we had at home was we were trying to convince him to go and work. Your being there at the entrance, opening the door together, starting the year 2023 20, together with your small prayer. The bank had actually given them a call as well because sometimes they issue checks, depend, hoping that there will be customers. <laughs> and they'll quickly bank money. But the bank was saying, you've issued checks, and it appears you don't have enough money on your account. So they were wondering what to do. There came a customer at that hardware who made a deposit of nine million and said, just have the nine million, I'll be coming back for my products, for the things, for the items that I want. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, friends. By your strength, by our strength, no business is going to run. No man is going to prevail. But completely trusting in the Lord, dear friends, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. Praise the Lord. The young man gained momentum for the year. The young man said, God, you are faithful. Hallelujah. I want to say to us, dear friends, let's bear the character that depends completely on God. Hallelujah. When people in the world are failing us, when people in the world are laughing at us, when the strife around us seems to be long, stand up. The trumpets are calling, obey. Today, the noise of battle. Tomorrow, it is going to be the victor's song. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And so we read in the scriptures about this Hannah, whose prayer we have already read in 1 Samuel chapter 2. Hannah has got a world that is around her. When you read particularly chapter 1, you see that Hannah is a barren woman. Not only was she barren, Hannah had a co-wife. You see there is being barren, there is not having a child, and you and your husband are believing God for a way. Amen. There is that. There is having a difficulty, there is business not operating, and, and you are trusting God, but there is one business not operating, and there are forces working against you. And you can clearly see them. Not only was Hannah barren, she also had a co-wife that was always provoking her. Do you know what it is to add salt to the wound? It's one thing having a wound. It is another getting a stick. And then you try to, to, to stir that stick in the wound. That is what Penina always did for Hannah. And Hannah felt provoked 
hated by the world, tested by the world. And Hannah is in that circumstance, God, I am barren, I am being provoked. It's, it's one thing being broke, it is another being tested when you are broke. One day, before I became a reverend, I, I, I'm a teacher, and you know how we teachers, we really dress smart, you understand? I'd really dress smart. Uh, I'd been uh, doing some, I'm a teacher of mathematics, and teachers of mathematics, we do a lot of door-to-door mathematics teaching. So I was coming from Naguru, and I'd done my lesson in some home. I hadn't been given money, but I was faithfully, gently in my wonderful necktie and walking and very, very bold. And um, some two people were also walking and they said, You see, you see that man there? He's looking very smart, but his wallet could be empty. And the truth is, my wallet was empty. You see, there is when you are in a circumstance and the world is making it worse. That was the situation for Hannah. And the circumstance seems to be actually permanent because for years, time after time, Hannah has trusted God. The child has not come. And Penina is not having just number one child, number two ch- children, but there are children, there are seven children that have come. And Hannah is watching. Do you know what it is, dear friends, to get into that business? And, and there's a phone charging here. One of the choir members, please help us. Thank you very much. And so, Hannah is with Penina, and Penina is progressing. Hannah is deteriorating. Friends, we are not going to give up. Because only in trusting in the strength that God gives us shall we then advance. And what does Hannah do? The following are the lessons I hope we can pick from Hannah. Number one, she gains strength in prayer travailing in prayer by her trust in God alone. Hallelujah. Because we are told in 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 6, because the Lord had closed Hannah's womb, her rival kept provoking her in order to irritate her. 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 6. This went on year after year. Whenever Hannah went up to the house of the Lord, her rival provoked her until she wept and would not eat. Her husband Elkanah would say to her, Hannah, why are you weeping? Why don't you eat? Why are you downhearted? Don't I mean more to you than the ten sons, than the number of children that you desire? This brings another aspect of Hannah. While she continued to pray, like some people that have continued to pray, while you continue to fast, and she continued to fast, like some people have continued to fast, maybe Hannah is saying, what you are praying isn't God hearing. Hannah did not give up. She continued to pray. I have a feeling that there was an aspect of even the husband Elkanah not perfectly understanding Hannah. 
Because by the questions that he asks her, he doesn't seem to properly fit in her shoes. And tell you what, we may not all properly fit in your shoes. Reverend Paulson, we tried to do some counseling and do some prayer. I prayed for the young man, but I may not excellently sit with him at that hardware and go through the ridicule that he goes through. Even when your husband and your closest person does not fully understand you, remember, there is God who understands you more than anyone else. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Not only did Elkanah fail to understand the husband, or the wife, Hannah, you could understand Elkanah. But there was also a priest, the man of God, who saw Hannah praying and said, Hey, madam, are you drunk? The prophet Eli could not prophetically look into the circumstance of this woman and quickly judged her by what she was doing. As we read in verse 14, Eli said to her, how long are you going to stay drunk? Put away your wine. Can you imagine? Imagine this was said to you. When you are climbing this hill for prayer, when you are logging those MBs that you can connect online, when application after application has not worked out, when you get to that point and the world seems to be advancing against you, for how long will you stay drunk by the way you are praying? We read in 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 14, a, a priest is asking her, put away your wine. I thank God. I don't know. If a priest in this church asked anyone of us that question, some of us would change church membership. You understand? So those reverends don't understand me. Hannah did not go that direction. She continued trusting in the Lord. Praise the Lord. She answered, not so, my Lord. I am a woman who is deeply troubled. First Samuel chapter 1, verse 15. I am a woman who is deeply troubled. I have not been drinking wine or beer. I was pouring out my soul to the Lord. Do not take your servant for a wicked woman. I have been praying here out of my great anguish and grief. Great anguish and grief. He brings, she brings all that to the Lord. Hallelujah. Today the noise of battle the victor's song. Yes, the victor's song. Samuel came. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. A child came after great testing, after total giving unto the Lord. Friends, when we stop relying on our strength and on the comments of the other people, our patience will lead to a fruit one day. Praise the Lord. And when the fruit came, committed to the Lord, Hannah commits, gives the son, Samuel, to the service of God. And this takes us to number two. Complete trust in the Lord, complete strength in the Lord. Only you, God, will understand me. The others won't understand me. Only you, Lord, will understand me. We'll learn from Hannah. Number two, 
Samuel has come. The reading that we took. Some of us, friends, the day the Lord gives me a kind of a, 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 my stored building in Kampala, I may write on top of the building, Reverend Tumutejereze Legacy. You understand? But when, when Hannah gets Samuel, she turns to the Lord. Hallelujah. Her joy, her understanding, her worship is lifted unto the Lord. Why? Because he's the source of this blessing and the source of the strength that has come to her. Listen, 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 1. Then Hannah prayed and said, my heart rejoices in the Lord. Hallelujah. My heart rejoices in the Lord. My heart is not rejoicing in Samuel. My heart is rejoicing in the Lord. My heart is not rejoicing in the money. My heart is rejoicing in the Lord. In the Lord, my horn is lifted high. Praise the Lord. My horn. The horn is a symbol of strength. A horn is a symbol of God's power. When you've seen two Cows fight, it is by their horns and the strength of their horns that they gain victory. In the Lord, my horn is lifted up. In the Lord, my strength is renewed. Praise the Lord. How I pray that in the Lord, your strength shall be renewed. Hallelujah. That in the Lord, our, our, our momentum, our zeal up passion to pursue the Lord, know the Lord, and to serve the Lord. In the Lord, we shall be lifted up. We shall be lifted high. And in him alone shall we rejoice. For I delight in your deliverance. God, you have granted me deliverance. So in you alone, I delight in my deliverance. Praise the Lord. There is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. All attention, all worship is turned unto the Lord. Why? Because he is the source of strength. Prophet Habakkuk has this to say. Prophet Habakkuk. When you read Habakkuk, Habakkuk, Chapter 3, from verse 17. Habakkuk, chapter 3, from verse 17. Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the sheepfold and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. The servant Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. In other words, sometimes my efforts will fail. Things may not work out in the way that I desire. The relationship may not take the direction that I desired. My goals may not take the relationship that I desired. When all those things come, like Hannah, I'll rejoice in the Lord. Like Prophet Habakkuk, I'll rejoice in the Lord and be joyful in God, my Savior. How we pray that this year we are saying we are going to advance finding joy and joy alone in the Lord. I don't know whether any of us has ever worked with people 
And these people had no joy at all. I can imagine a choir, a choir ministering here and they have no joy at all. In a home where one member makes it very difficult simply because of their circumstances. And in most cases, when we trust in our own understanding, then we begin to draw joy from our understanding. We begin to draw joy from our strengths. We begin to give up. We begin to tire. We begin to become abusive of self and those around us. When we find joy in the Lord, we bring celebration to all people around us. May that be our portion this year. Hallelujah. That in the year 2023, we will find joy in the Lord despite the circumstances that will be around us. Because he has dealt with the enemies. Because he has made a way where there was no way. And number three, as we are going to get into prayer, the strife that we see between Hannah and Penina, we see it carrying on between Samuel and Eli's sons. I want us to see a pattern here, a build up. Penina seems to have everything. Hannah doesn't seem to have anything. But guess what? God comes in and gives Samuel. There is victory for those who take on the strength of the Lord. Hallelujah. Samuel is growing up as a young man. And is one of those young men that has been given to the service of the Lord in the temple. And then there are these sons of Eli who seem to have everything. Who seem to be comfortable. But you know the end of the sons of Eli and their father, they were all destroyed. Samuel comes out as a victor because he begins to anoint kings for Israel. Hallelujah. Sometimes, as, as we compare ourselves with those that are around us, as we depend totally on God's strength, dear friends, there will be people that are around us and we feel, do we measure up? By the end of the day, God's people will be victorious. Look at one of those anointed kings, King David. King David grows as a young man looking after his father's sheep. He's fighting and killing lions and bears. And time comes for facing Goliath. Goliath is the giant. And King David is simply a young man. His brothers actually look at David and say, you cannot prevail. You cannot fight this Goliath. But who pulled down Goliath? It was King David. It was David, the young man, the one that had been ridiculed by his brothers. Do not underestimate who you are in the Lord. Hallelujah. In the Lord, it's not about our strength. It's not about our size, but God's size. Hallelujah. In these circumstances, not whether I measure up, but God's abilities to make our way. God pulls down those that are proud. Those that exalt themselves, God pulls down. But the humble, the seemingly weak, God raises them up. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11, a verse that is empowering in prayer. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. The race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor food to the wise, nor wealth to the brilliant. Sometimes we tend to think that the people that make it in life are the swift. You understand? People who are creative, as if you, God can't 
can't give you wisdom to be creative. They battle to the strong. You feel I am out of the race because they do not have the connection to be competitive with the rest of the world in Uganda. No food to the wise. But the wise man says, not even wealth to those that have learned. Time and chance happen to them all. Tell your neighbor, time and chance happen to them all. Time and chance happen to them all. Now, the difference is here. When we pray, God, when it is my time and my chance, please open my eyes that I will be able to exercise this. Hallelujah. It is when you've stopped depending on self that you completely look at God and grab that chance. You see, in this world that is very unfair, that is harsh, that is corrupt, it's very possible for us believers to begin asking for which connections and which networks. And you only realize that the only connection you have is the Reverend Tumutejereze. Maybe let me go to Reverend Tumutejereze to, to, to refer me to some place. And that place doesn't know Reverend Tumutejereze, by the way. But you know what? By your testimony, God will make a way where there is no way. Praise the Lord. John chapter 10 verse 10, Christ came that we shall have abundance. And this abundance is for all people. They that trust in his strength are alone. Hallelujah. I would like us to have a time to pray. We'll make a prayer and shortly after that we'll be doing some giving and uh, those of you that are virtually connected you'll be shown how to do that. But I would like us to take time to pray that we begin to get out of our own understanding out of our own strength and begin to look to God alone, the source of our strength. Hallelujah. Let me share just another small testimony but I think has a powerful impact. I started with a young man deep in the villages of Kabale. Even Google Maps cannot trace my village. At around age primary three, I left the village and left there this young man in the village. I had the rest of my primary and secondary here in Kampala. And this young man had his primary and secondary deep in the village. By the grace of God, we both found ourselves at university. But guess what? This young man today is seated in the Bank of Uganda. So sometimes I ask him, may I know where I passed to get where I am? For you, where did you pass? He's a son of one of those village babulises deep in the village where a bicycle is a huge testimony and will be ridden and will be left somewhere in the valley because their home would be on top of a hill. Today, he sits in Bank of Uganda. This is not a materialist gospel preaching. It is to say that in God's strength, we begin to see God make a way where there is no way. Hallelujah.